0: Good evening, you're staying in a hotel for Shabbos and you're sitting in your room and there's a knock on the door and it's housekeeping and um, they walk in and the lady takes one look at your situation and she says, you look Jewish and you say, yes I am and she says, well all the Jews I know, they always leave the light on in the bathroom and you say, well I forgot to, right, so now you have no light, so she says, I'll turn the light on for you. And you say, no, 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 please do not turn the light on for me. And you say, I really don't want you to turn the light on. And clearly whoever trained her in customer service didn't quite, she didn't quite get the memo. So she did it anyway. She thinks she's doing you a favor. And you said, no, I don't want you to turn the light on because you don't want the non-Jew to do malacha for you. She does it anyway. The halacha is in that scenario, you're allowed to derive benefit from the malacha. She didn't do it for you. You said, I don't want it. And you meant it very sincerely, that's not considered malacha being done for you. She's doing it for Herself or her boss, whatever she's doing it for, she's not doing it for you. So then you're allowed to derive benefit. So that's one halacha. What happens if a non-Jew would turn on a light for you? Um, And you didn't protest. Maybe you didn't even realize. Maybe you were not in the room um, when they turned the light on. So now you have a problem because, you know, assuming you know they turned it on for you, they turned it on for a Jew, as we said yesterday, you're not allowed to derive benefit. But what happens if you already had a light on in the room? You had, let's say, a dim light. Let's say you were using the light from the bathroom, shining into the room, <coughs> and now she turns on another light. So now you have much more light. So are you allowed to derive benefit from that? The <coughs> so is yes, you are, because you already have light. You already have light. It's not considered a significant benefit, and therefore you're allowed to derive benefit. However, um, it's going to depend on what you do in the room. So, in other words, you're allowed to derive benefit from the light that she turns on assuming you're not really getting any new benefit from her turning on that new light. In other words, I could eat my meal in my room with the bathroom light on. That would have been adequate. But now that she turned the second light on, the, the room light, now I can read my chumash. So I can't read the chumash, because that would be considered direct benefit from the light that she turned on, and I'm not allowed to do that, because she turned it on for me. So in other words, I'm allowed, to der- I'm allowed to derive benefit from the light that she gave me, assuming it's not really helping me all that much because I could have eaten my meal anyway. But a certain type of use where I needed her lights, I couldn't do it with the light that I had on, that would be considered a significant benefit and that would be Oster. So the is like this. What happens if the non-Jew turns on? I'm sitting in the room anyway. I didn't leave the AC on. Or I didn't leave the AC on in a way that was particularly comfortable. Um, and she turns on the AC. So do you say, well, I was in the room anyway, so I'm not really driving much benefit because I could use the room with the AC without the AC. Or do you say, no, until now it was rather stuffy and uncomfortable, and now it's quite comfortable. So Ramosha Paskins, that this is not okay. Ramosha says, yes, you were in the room anyway, but you were in a unpleasant, sweaty, hot room. And now you're in a very pleasant, cool room. And that is considered a completely different usage of the room, and therefore Rameshya says, it's not okay if she turns on the AC for you and you needed it, it's not okay. That being said, there are scenarios where it is okay to have a non-Jew turn on AC. Um, if it's incredibly hot, if there's a major heat wave then the room that you're in is um, very, very unpleasant and people are suffering from it, people could get sick from it. Um, there are a that's considered as f- a form of chayla. The same is true for heating. If let's say all of a sudden it gets very cold and there's no heat in the shul, there's no heat in your house. Um, <clears throat> if they're little children, for sure, you could have a non-Jew turn the heat on. You could even ask them to turn the heat on. Even if they're not little children, even if they're adults, but the adults are really going to potentially get Get sick from this sudden change of weather. Um, those are scenarios. Those that's different. There, that's considered a form of chayla, and that is mitsvah. Have a good night.